0: Welcome to the Midnight Podcast. I appreciate you stopping by and checking out this episode. The story we will be reading today is the time my parents encountered paramilitaries in Belfast. I'd like to thank uh, Gloiner for sending this in, and I hope you enjoy it. Before we get started, actually, huge shout out to the patrons for supporting this and for you for listening. So thank you for stopping by. Let's get started. So I'm Irish, and if you don't know, During the 70s and 90s, there was a conflict in Northern Ireland between various paramilitary groups and government forces. This conflict became known as the Troubles. Northern Ireland is officially part of the UK, but many people living there consider themselves to be Irish instead of British. This, of course, led to division in the region between the mostly Catholic Irish Republicans and the mostly Protestant Ulster Loyalists. There were many paramilitary groups on both sides during the conflict. The most famous of these groups is definitely the Irish Republican Army. But there were many others that weren't as famous internationally, particularly on the Loyalist side. One such group was the Ulster Defense Association, which was newer than other Loyalist groups but still as violent. Anyway, time for the actual story. Before I was born during the mid 90s, my parents decided to visit a friend of theirs for the day in Belfast, a city in Northern Ireland. The friend lived in a Protestant neighborhood, and my dad is noticeably Catholic since he's from Southern Ireland, and his accent gives it away as well. My parents took the train into Belfast, and when they arrived, they went to a local pub for lunch before setting off to their friend's house. As they were coming up to the house, my mother noticed that people were giving them dirty looks from all directions and when they tried to ask one of the locals for directions to their friend's house, the person in question just ignored them and kept on walking. My parents finally arrived at their friend's house. Greetings and other pleasantries were exchanged as their friend invited them in. They had dinner, and they went to the living room to talk and have dessert. Now in the living room there was a huge window, facing the front lawn of the house, and you could see into the street through it. This detail is crucial to what happens next. It was beginning to get somewhat dark, and my mom walked over to the window to try and see the sun setting, but as she was looking out, something caught her eye. There was a car parked across the street with the engine turned off and what appeared to be two people in the front seats. My mom thought nothing of it at first, but then she noticed they seemed to be looking at the friend's house. My parents' friend came up behind her to ask what was up, and then she saw the car across the street. Her face went pale and she pulled my mum away from the window and asked her if she had talked to any locals or been around the rest of the neighborhood. My mum told her that before going to her house, they had stopped at a local pub to have lunch and tried to ask a local for directions to her house. My dad must have overheard their conversation, because he chimed in and said that he had actually asked some of the patrons at the pub if the Guinness in Belfast was as good as the Guinness in Dublin. My parents' friend then looked at the both of them with a horrified look and explained that this neighborhood in particular was controlled by the Ulster Defense Association, a Loyalist paramilitary group that was notorious for their indiscriminate killing of Catholic civilians. Turns out my dad in his big mouth had inadvertently alerted the residents of this unapologetically Protestant neighborhood that he was Catholic due to his Southern Irish accent. My dad then looked out the window and as he puts it, his stomach dropped and his blood ran cold. The street lights had turned on, shining upon the car and two figures. My dad then claims he saw that the two figures in the car now had balaclavas on. As soon as he let my mom and their friend know, their friend immediately sprang into action and quickly led them to the house's back door. She drove both my parents back to the train station, where they bought a ticket to go back to Dublin. They thanked their friend and got on the train. This day, my parents still keep in contact with that friend, and they've remained eternally grateful to her. That's the end of this story. Actually, a true one, by the way, not, uh, not, a, not a fictional one. I appreciate you sending this in if you do end up listening. I'm sorry it's been so late. If you'd like to send me a story to read on the channel, you can find a link to that at storiesaftermidnight.com. And a uh, huge shout out again to the patrons and you for listening. I really appreciate it. With that said,